Richard? Mm. How bad is it? Well, it's not good. It's, it's, is it ever good? It's never good. It's never good. I never like getting emails from it. I never like it. You would think, okay, so first of all, on Earth, it's mm. never good. And then you would think by the time we transcend that realm, mm. it'll be better. No, it's the same patterns. It's the same thing. It's the same bullshit, just in a different dimension. So what did Karoina say? Karoina sent me one of her typical passive-aggressive emails. Starts with, as per my last email. Did, did she capitalize one word in the sentence? Yeah, of course. Okay. As per my last email. <laughs> uh, basically, for us... Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to you straight. Time on Earth is up. We don't get to manifest in the avatars no more. She said, uh, she said it polite, but she's, she's, she's not happy. She's not happy. She's no more playing, no more flipping, no more, na no more dancing, no more gin and gym. All that's gone. All of the uh, privileges have been withdrawn. And, uh, you know, I kind of feel bad for complaining so much about being in the human avatar. Like, the flesh suit's kind of cool, man. Like, I, I really didn't like interacting no. with people, but it felt really good. In, no? the, in the end, I, same. I got into it. But we're not supposed to be into it, and she's pissed off because we're having a good time. Well, why do why they put, like, like feel-good body parts on the thing, man? I don't know. I, these, these upgrades are actually pretty cool, right? Yeah, but that's, uh, that's what probably got us into a lot of trouble there. How'd she know? She oh, watched the YouTube, huh? She's been watching YouTube, oh, and she okay. can see she's not been happy. She's posted a little passive-aggressive comments. I snapped back, not realizing it was her, thinking I was clever. And then I got the email three days later. So we're presented with a choice. We either get completely pulled, never to re-manifest on Earth again, or we have to do a report, a full written report. Wouldn't she be able to see that part of humanity's downfall was partly because of the media censorship? Without anybody getting actual information, you would think that in, the, in our realm right now that they right. wouldn't do the same thing. There's a little bit of a blind spot that she has. But she's got no eyes. Well, that's part of the blind spot. <laughs> All she could do is reach out with those soccer things. So, uh, yeah, she's, she's blind and she's mad. And... Uh, she wants us to give a detailed report of what we've been doing, and then we have to come up with a solution for the split. A solution for the split. Okay. Yeah, she wants... Very simple. Right. That's the hardest thing. That's what we've been... I know. We've well, been on this ship for about maybe, what, three centuries? And we've been on planet Earth centuries. for, on average, like, what, 20 to 40 years? I think so. That's nothing. Uh, it's no time at all. But I don't know. I, I, I think she's hoping she wants the workers out of the business. She's hoping we'll screw it up. So, but they don't, they don't understand humans like you and I, man. Well, they, they never did it. Hmm. Not really. Not really. They never did it. They never lived it properly. But basically, we have to do a report. Why was there a split? Why did human civilization in one manifestation and one timeline go upward into the Eden state? Why did the other one go down into the depths of dystopian despair? And we <laughs> have to say why, and then come up with potential solutions, proposed solutions to bring the descendant realm ascendant. And we have to do it in the next couple of days. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> I told you it wasn't good. <laughs> well, luckily time is dilated here, so we can have at least like 100 conversations and only an hour on Earth would pass, at right? Least, at okay, least. thank God. Well, okay. So 
One thing that we both know is that humanity is at that transition period of determining if they go to the underworld state yeah. or the Eden heavenly state, right? right? And right now, everything seems to be leaning towards complete disaster, yeah. straight to Hades, straight to the underworld. Yeah, yeah. So when you got the advantages of flipping forward and backward in time, transdimensionally, you can see, you're like, oh, it's like that, that's, you know, this is what happened in this. But they want to know why. And then they want a prescriptive fucking solution. Well, you, well, one of the biggest reasons why is that everybody is just a monkey, first of all, in their first pre-evolution prototype stage. They're, they're only learning how to utilize technology right at this moment. Uh, so... Well, okay, so I, I, that's what I want to snap back with is they're set up to fail. Basically, you're set up to fail. There's too much evolutionary charge on getting it wrong and too little evolutionary charge on getting it right. So I think it's a setup. I think it's like, ha ha, look at that. They failed descendant realm, cat D. They want to categorize it as a D class civilization and write it off. Well, who the hell dropped the social media bomb on them? <laughs> <laughs> That internet shit was supposed to hit maybe like 300 years ago to give a head start, perhaps. Mm -hmm. This is too late. So if we're going to... That's almost too early. Yeah, it is. It's a rush job. I think it's a rush job. I think it's a setup. I, th I think the whole thing is a setup. But if we can come up with some kind of an indication of a report... That means we got to go back to us. You know, okay, so there's a documentary on mm -hmm. this. They, they just figured out video streaming, like, mm -hmm. just now in the last mm -hmm. 10 years. Crazy. The thing is called Netflix. For some reason, they're really into, like, underage girls, like, dancing really sexually. It's really gross. Monkeys. Mm. Monkeys, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, everyone's like, go watch it before you make an opinion. It's really weird. But go ahead and <laughs> check out this other documentary. It's on the social dilemma. They're finally viewing this new apparatus as a form that really impacts everyone at large. And they're just learning right now that their brains are not developed enough to catch up with the exponential evolution of social media and technology. So there's just like a bunch of cavemans that went from hitting bones on the heads of each other to like, oh, here's the internet and the bodies haven't adapted. Okay, so then one thing I could bullet point would be they're supposed to ride the wave of technology, not fall into it. There was like, all they didn't they didn't end up using it, they ended up getting used by it. All humans do is fall. They can't even stumble, they can't even walk without tripping on their own feet. We don't even have feet anymore. We just, we just have these avatars that simulate feet, but... Okay, so, so, the little proposal could be make it so that people use the technology and not get used by the technology. Something like that. I think that works. Okay. I think that works, but is it too late? One thing that I really enjoyed about being human, though, was doing things without any foresight impulsively. That was the, one of the, f the most fun things. I didn't have to hold any accountability and responsibility for what I was doing. I was just like, oh, just, I'm going to fall into it, whatever. Okay, so so what? Right, let's think this through. Let's think how they fucking think, Jesus Christ. So what did you enjoy about the tech as a human being? What was useful with the technology? Useful or just pure pleasure? This is the question. Mm. Useful versus pure pleasure. Ah, okay. Well... 
I never really liked flipping in the like outside of the avatar. I think it was I think it's completely useless. I mean, how primitive is that? You want to develop some life forms by putting a body part in a body part, and like rubbing the tentacles together, and they just do that rough. without even procreating, which is dumb. Like, right. what's the whole point of that thing? Oh, just because it feels good. Yeah, like, yeah. damn, it does feel good because that's like part of my biggest struggle down there. Yeah. So as a human, I would say one of the greatest pleasures is watching other people do that, which is really dumb if you think about it. Mm -hmm. And then there's just this, this weird necessity for having other people like you. Right. So you can post images of your flesh vehicle, of your face. Yeah. And then people like, like it. And then you're like, oh, they like me. Okay. okay. I'm stretching here. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think like they do. So could we say... It's something to do with the pleasure principle. Humans couldn't resist the pleasure that was there, or they couldn't, maybe that's what caused them to misuse the tech, was that there was the temptation of pleasure. Yeah. Through porn yeah. and the pornography of just getting likes for the shape of your dumb face. <laughs> Did you know that they'll completely reward you? They'll give you all of the resources, money, mm. validation, mm. attention, mm. fame. And your basic, your basically your whole life is set up if you have a decent geometric alignment with your face and body. Which is odd, isn't it? Because unlike us, uh, our, our shapes change with moral virtue. Their shape mm. is just determined at birth. It's random. It's like a lottery. <laughs> The shape of your dumb face. That's you, a sick joke, man. They can't even improve their own DNA yet. What are they supposed to do? This is why I say they're set up to fail. Mm. They don't know how to improve their own DNA yet. They're not evolved for that. I guess that's one thing that is very beneficial, but at the same time kind of annoying about the realm that we're in. Mm. We literally change shape, form, and figure through mm. acts of moral virtue. Mm -hmm. And if you fuck up or you do something from ill intent or you do something with good intentions and fuck shit up, the worse you're going to look. Yeah. Over there... It's almost as if, like, the worse that you act, yeah. you can get away with just because your genetic lottery card right. ended up being there. So you just, you're born a particular way, mm -hmm. you, and you get away with really terrible things. And if anything, you just get prettier. Look at, like, Kim Kardashian, Jeffree Star, and all yeah, those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read some psychology research down there about um, how actually they're trying to determine if... You know the more predatory personality types, they label them like narcissists and mm -hmm. psychopaths. They said there's a look, and they said they tend to be better looking. Hmm. You know, they tend to focus more on appearance. They'll use plastic surgery. They'll make a big effort to look better. And they're actually looking for a look. There's even published research that suggests that eyebrows can determine whether you have that predatory personality style for real. Yeah, these things over the, over the eye holes. Yeah. They get to breed more because they're better looking. That's Therefore, right. there are more of those, what do you call them, narcissists? Narcissists. Narcissists. Yeah. Psychopaths. Yeah. There's, there's more and more of that coming now because those are the ones that get rewarded, therefore, more resources, resources more attractive. Mm -hmm. Therefore, they get to procreate more. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have an endless cycle of more and more empathy, less primates. Okay. So then there's two prescriptive things that could be offered. Don't fall prey to the pleasure, the temptation of pleasure, and don't get stuck on the human form, the shell, the carapace, the face, the body, because it's deceptive for humans where it's not for us. You're basically saying go against their very nature. In order to save <laughs> humanity from the descendant realm and get it to the ascendant realm, go against what you are, monkeys. 
You don't do what the monkey says. So you're going to go to Karoina, I'm... leader of the new Galactic Interdimensional Federation, and you're going to tell her. You know how she gets when you say anything that, that challenges her. Uh -huh. She can get really angry, man. Uh -huh. You're going to say, I have got it. Have them go against the very nature. <laughs> I'm going to word it cleverly, but, but I don't know. Yeah, I guess. That's the only answer, right? You've got to have something. What's the thing that stops a human from going against their basic instincts? Hmm. What can protect them? Well, I would say reward, but we're rewarding the very two things that you just claimed. So by searching for pleasure, they're rewarded. Yeah. By being identifying with their flesh vehicle, they're yeah. also rewarded. So you would have to reward these primates that are functioning through serotonin releases and stuff like that. Yeah. And you'd have to give them something in order to act beyond that. <sighs> okay, all right. We've got to give them something. We've got to give her something. What's a low-cost, a low-cost, easy-to-apply reward system that, that, that draws you away from pure instant gratification, attachment to form and beauty and aesthetics and, and, and sexual attractiveness, and rewards kindness and moral virtue, mm. a low-cost system. Mm. The, the kind ones don't really do well down there. The kind ones get fucked up. Yeah, like they used to just decapitate the, the kind ones, and now they do it like psychologically. Yeah. That shit's sensitive up there down there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they used to burn them, right? Used to burn them. Hang them. Hang them. But now they do up. it through the mind. Right. You know, they're, they're very murderous in that way. Psychological murder. Yeah, that's, whole, that's the new thing. This whole canceling thing. Yeah, that's that's part of it. It's the elimination of a person's psychological being because the, the, the crowd doesn't agree with whatever thing that they like. So there's another issue here, which is this tendency towards division, hatred, warfare, cruelty, and murder. That's a tendency, right, amongst these, because the, the, they're pack animals, they're, they're predators. Hmm. And they fight for power. They're power obsessed. And they're, they're divisive because they're power obsessed. Because if I have the coconuts, you can't have the coconuts. Because there isn't an infinite supply of coconuts yet. They can, they're definitely at a technological stage where they can actually probably lab-grown enough food and resources for the entire planet times two. But they just choose not to. Well, they're already wasting 40% of the food. It just goes to waste that they produce. Just to keep other monkeys in other countries away from their coconuts, they'd rather let the coconuts rot than give the coconuts away. It's actually kind of hard to fight the Intergalactic Federation's desire to give them a Category D civilization <laughs> rubber stamp and just write them off. Yeah, they're not even Type 1 civilization yet, huh? They're still zero. Uh, right now, right now, yeah. With this thing of just letting other people die just so you can feel a bit better. <laughs> well, during my short stint down there, um, in the flesh vehicle, I was really experimenting with it. And I found a lot of pleasure using the body and other elements. Whether you can, you can actually like put like stuff up your nose and like drink liquids. Oh, and I it gets that. you like, yeah, I tried. Eh, 
I don't yeah. know what that's about. Yeah. Um, never did it. In my mind, I use the what's it called the simulator, the, app, the Neuralink simulator, whatever mm-hmm. Elon Musk is bringing. I don't know mm-hmm. what the hell they're going to do with them. Mm-hmm. But um, there came to a point though that I was chasing the the pleasure signals so much that eventually it didn't feel like pleasure anymore. And if anything, it just made me absolutely miserable. Oh, that's good. That means that I can put in the report that we lived through the cycle of being stuck in pleasure, division, right. addiction to form, right. and kind of dragged ourselves out of it a little bit. It's going to be hard for it to argue with that. I think that is the counter mechanism within the primate brain of the humans in order to maybe send them a signal that, hey, it's not the... It's not the cycle of pleasure that you should be chasing because at the end of the road there or the end of the circle, it's actually really terrifying. It's miserable. I was really upset most of the time just mm. trying to chase this thing. Mm-hmm. And the moment that I was like, you know, what, what am I doing? What am I chasing another flip for? Chase another bottle to get lit and to mm-hmm. get, like, get turned, slang down there. I don't mm-hmm. know. And then eventually by breaking out of this pleasure cycle, I felt way better in the flesh body of the human than I ever did. You know what you sound like? Hmm. You sound like the low cost solutions they've kind of been coming up with for the last thousands of years. Mm -hmm. Like religious systems, spiritual systems as a discipline. You know, religious leaders and spiritual leaders, they say, hey, that feels really good. You know, just having sex and drinking and altering your state but it doesn't lead anywhere good. It just feels good now. Tomorrow you wake up with a hangover and mm. a lot of that, the, the shame emotion, the guilt emotion, which is a tough emotion. I never felt anything like that before manifesting on earth. That's nasty. Yeah, it's really bad. Like a shame bath. It just yeah. washes your body. I don't body. even know how to explain that sensation. How do we explain it to the, the species up here? I don't, I, like, what is shame? Why, why does that function and why does that power everybody to act so miserably towards each other? It's like being dipped in an acid bath. Yeah. So you'll you'll fight real hard to not feel that shame. And if you do feel that shame, or someone or something is making you dip in the acid bath, I think that's what causes the violence and the division. If you can attribute the acid bath experience to those monkeys over there. Like, or these let me throw the acid here. on you, not myself. Right, 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 right. Where? So you're right. Collectively, humans right now are experiencing extreme collective shame, Mm. but why? Because we're not living virtuous, disciplined lives when we're down there. Well, we've tried a little bit. We got like halfway Mm -hmm. there in our own lazy, dumb ways. (laughs) But that's, that's what we're not doing down there, right? That's what the monkeys ain't doing. So they feel ashamed because they're just wanking, pleasuring themselves, uh, pleasuring each other, eating. So the flesh vehicle, their perception is heavily altered by this intrinsic sensation to actually be moral. But if you go against that moral and discipline that's supposed to be within us, we end up feeling the shame and we end up acting out. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. It's weird. That's it. So we should present something like, um, I don't know, I'll write this up later, but it'll be like a, a shame cycle where if you succumb to the desire for the pleasures of the, the flesh yeah. and the attachment to form, then you're stuck in the cycle of shame. Then you'll be angry because shame, yeah. what follows shame, I found 
uh, in the manifestation was usually rage, either with myself mm. or with some attributed group or source yeah. or individual. Didn't like a few hundred years ago, something like Buddha, a few other religions? A couple of thousand. A couple of thousand. A couple of thousand? Yeah, man. Uh, the time up here is really, really messing things yeah, up. But yeah, yeah. So you're saying that they figured this out a long time ago, but then all of a sudden they lost it and now look where they are? Everybody who says it, uh, usually most people get killed who say it. Really? Yeah, the other monkeys stop them. Okay. The monkeys that want to keep all the coconuts and let the coconuts rot. Okay. They stop the monkeys who say, hey, let's not do that anymore because it sucks. Let's try and just live with a little discipline. Let's try and just be a little bit more careful, a little bit kinder and a bit more compassionate. That ruins the power structure down there. This is starting to make a lot more sense. So, I don't know if I've told you in detail. I'm sure, I mean, yeah, I did. You, that's how we found each other. But my role is the human avatar, dip my fingers, tentacles, whatever you want to call these things in pop culture. Okay. You know, to, they praise some person for doing nothing. Mm -hmm. And they're like, hey. So I'm you gonna, waded through that sewage. I'm very gonna, brave. I'm going to buy the, what she's wearing because the dead and he's the, 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 makes music. So my life is dedicated, you know. And um, one thing about this situation here is that, you know, I think from what I've seen within the culture, they almost implemented a system where they make everybody feel shame so that way they give all of their coconuts to a business a company or a person mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah so they provoke that shame they yeah. provoke that violence they provoke that anger so so something in the human realm for example um the makeup cosmetic industry for one thing right mm -hmm. i like it you can like paint yourself and I, I can actually look more like my actual form up here you know <laughs> i'm tired of just boring ass flesh body it's like mm -hmm. be natural i don't want to be natural the humans <laughs> smelly it's like hairy monkeys why are you changing okay, anyways they're annoying as hell but i still love them they're really charming um so once thing. you get used to the smell, yeah, there is a charm to humans. Like that's a real thing. Yeah, that's one of my favorite and worst parts of it. <laughs> but within the the makeup realm, right? I've seen these companies almost enforce a, a type of subconscious message, mm -hmm. implying that these young girls don't look good enough. So it makes these young girls and maybe even young boys to feel bad about how they look. Therefore, they can purchase whatever product in order to make themselves look better. Therefore, less shame in their lives. That's really nasty because that is binding them to two, the couple of things that we've already identified. It binds you to a dominance hierarchy and it binds you to the flesh form. So it sticks you in that. It's like you are your body. Your value is your body. Your value is your genetic lottery win or loss. Right. And you're therefore attaching to a diminishing commodity because they don't live very long. <laughs> These dumb monkeys, they die so fast. Could you imagine like your prime physically only lasts like 10 years? That's insane. We've no, don't wonder they're so hysterical. Oh, God. They're in a rush. They're just battling every single day as the wrinkles start forming, and then, they pr then they're scared of wrinkles. Mm -hmm. That's gravity, bitch. <laughs> Get used to it. That's what keeps your foot to the floor. You want to be floating up here? That's actually way better to float all the time. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, 
it binds it's an over attachment to human flesh and blood mm -hmm. plus the shame that's instilled within them so then mm -hmm. they give all of their coconuts and resources to whatever makeup influencer or whatever in order to get rid of their own shame mm -hmm. and i see this in all of the industries that they've manufactured on earth about mm -hmm. almost everything it's mm -hmm. like these commercials they call them advertisements they mm -hmm. basically kind of um subtly or very overtly brainwash people yeah. into feeling bad about themselves yes so then they can actually give all their money and resources to the business see i'm not i'm not as deep into it as as um as you were down there but i noticed that um there's almost like a worship of uh, of icons, which is cute, but it, they're not uh, gods or goddesses anymore. They're other humans, mm. and they worship the form of the human. But that human that's on the poster or on the picture isn't even doesn't even look like that. Mm. They've been like plastic surgery, photoshopped, and all the rest of it, and then they get stuck on that. They're mm. like, oh, that's how I should look. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, literally nobody looks like that. Not even that person looks like that. And you're saying you're no good because you don't look like that. That's the dominance hierarchy. That's really evil. And that leads into the simulation. Uh, someone implemented a code mm -hmm. where the action, they programmed a simulation, implemented it in the commercials and advertisements, and they created their own sub-reality. Okay. So like you said, the image of a celebrity mm -hmm. with fake everything photoshopped this face tuned this mm -hmm. you know makeup this it's not how they actually look mm -hmm. but that image is now becoming more real mm -hmm. than the actual ground tree ocean flesh and blood reality so now you have these monkeys mm -hmm. they're still monkeys they're still civilization civilization type zero mm -hmm. still monkeys mm -hmm. They're, they're controlled by their desires to flip and really primitive things. Mm -hmm. But mentally, they're stuck in a sub-reality that's not even actually there. So they're bound in a simulated reality. I'm pretty sure that's a crime under intergalactic law to bind primitive beings in a simulated reality. Do you think there's some sort of like uh, archontic interference here? Some sort of effort to... Hmm. Cause them to self-destruct for nefarious reasons? It could have been unintentional. I don't know. But like what we were saying, the, the psychocysts, what, what was that? Nar the psychopaths. Psychopaths, narcissists. Uh, yeah, psychopaths, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't know if they purposely are just trying to destroy. I think they're just trying to keep all the coconuts to themselves. Okay. And then they're like, oh, what if we just manifested a, a, a sub-reality, a fake world, where they feel like we can make them feel like they're getting more coconuts while they give us all of the coconuts? That makes more sense. And, and it sounds less paranoid for the report. Yeah. Like I'll say, okay, so some of them are leaning in this direction and they want to bind the majority of the other monkeys into a fake reality so they get to keep all the coconuts mm -hmm. even though they're not eating all the coconuts have you noticed that they just like sit on them they sit on them yeah it's really uncomfortable those coconuts are hard they're man. hard yeah it's not a good seat yeah but they love it yeah, and they, they, they get good. some buzz from sitting on all the coconuts letting them yeah. rot I'm not gonna lie, man. When I had that flesh avatar, mm -hmm. there's something about like dressing up and looking good. I was I was thinking about literally for like eight months whether I should get a gold chain. Then I realized that it absolutely means nothing and it's just shiny. Mm -hmm. But when you're in it, 
But it just feels good. Shiny feels good. Yeah, just like, you just do this, you know? You're looking good, you're shiny. Yeah, they have this thing called trap music. Makes you feel really good about yourself. Oh, that's another, did, man. that's another thing we're banned from listening to until we do this report. I told you it was bad. No more trap. Mm-mm. Oh, fucking Beethoven. Yeah, that's it. I, I, I actually think we're moving into the realms of potential psychological torture at this point. So, we know that it feels good. We know the temptation is there and it feels good, but they want something prescriptive. They want us to say, okay, like how do we fix it? How do you stop the descendant realm from taking over and push them into the ascendant reality when there's so much weight going against them? So you, you're, you're asking how do we get the underworld to Eden, to heaven? Yeah, because that timeline already began. Well, you know what's happening right now. I mean, we're in simultaneous parallel realities at the moment. Time's moving a bit quicker here. But right, right, right at this very moment mm. in this uh, really even number 2020, mm-hmm. you know what happened? Mm. This thing called the, I don't know, they haven't figured out like the immunity responses to like be completely immune to everything. Not yet. But um, there's a virus going on, it's mm-hmm. a glitch in the coding, mm-hmm. and it's people are freaking out. There's a hysterical thing. Everyone's like, oh, shit, what do we do? And mm-hmm. this thing has really started pulling off the veil of their sub-reality, the matrix, that the, the, the fake reality that was apparently all around them at all times uh-huh. is just gone. The other day, there's this, uh, they have this thing called daytime TV. Okay. I guess it's something like what we're doing right now, but oh, right. it's way more boring because, you know, look at it's us. It's not right? us. Mm, sorry, the human <laughs> impulse just got in there. Felt it's really funny good how about myself. Even, even when you're in this interdimensional reality, the shadowing of being on Earth, it lingers, right? That just, ego sense just lingers. It just feels really. so good, that ego mm. thing. It's really mm. tempting, man. Mm. So I just, I'll play with this sometimes, especially up here. Just don't tell Corona, please. Well, I'll leave that out of the report. Yeah, okay. So Ellen DeGeneres is a talk show daytime TV Ellen host. Ellen DeGeneres, did you say? Something like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the same thing as generous. Mm-hmm. Generate. A degenerate, generous person? I see. Same thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, literally, just a few days ago, or within this substructure of time, um, she was on stage, mm-hmm. and she gave this apology, mm-hmm. and you, it, the camera turns into the crowd, mm. and there are literally Arnold Schwarzenegger-sized LCD panels mm-hmm. lined all up where the audience used to be, mm-hmm. and every other human's faces are streaming live watching her okay <laughs> wait a second yo i brought I, I stole one of the iphones and i brought it up here so that is definitely sh- contraband sh- sh- so imagine like don't yell contraband coroina's gonna hear it. <laughs> so you have like a ton of these like lined up on stage but like big Big man. For whose benefit is They're, that? And so they can simulate a live audience because these some of these humans are just absolutely cardboard without the fake reality. So you so you rip the substructure of that fake matrix of reality, uh-huh. and they're just left not knowing what to do. Okay. Their entire career, their identity, how they used to function, all of these things are just gone. They're freaking out right now. They have okay. no idea how to function now. So uh, I'm not clear. Did, did you say the virus is a, a good thing or a bad thing? Well, that's the argument right now. The humans are really emotionally sensitive. Mm. Remember that patch? Mm-hmm. It sucks, huh? It sucks. You can't be rational. You can't have a conversation they, with that's them. That's why they keep fucking shit up. Yeah, they start screeching and pounding the floor and flinging their poo-poo at you. It's yeah, really it's like, oh, let's talk about 
the glitch in the matrix, the coding. There's a, there's a, there's a writing error. Mm. And the moment you put your, your finger on a letter on the keyboard, they're like, my grandma owned that keyboard before she <laughs> passed away when she got decapitated within the realms of the, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. I need to type the code. I need to get yeah, some wrong yeah, coding in there yeah, so yeah. I can see what's the right yeah. thing to do. Isn't, isn't this a funny species? You could be writing the code to help help them. And they'll pull your hands off and they'll beat you while you're They're doing angry it. at the keyboard, not the actual coding of the matrix. Like, why are you screaming at the keyboard? That's like the physical thing. We're looking at the damn software. Yeah. Like, yeah, they get mad at the wrong things real quick. So now, then that's why they're not getting anything done. It's not productive because they get really, really emotionally triggered is the buzzword there. They get triggered when they talk about anything that's slightly emotionally heavy. So then we can't get anything done. But then, okay, I mean, I'm going to bluff my way through this report. Could we say that this um, oh, this crisis is an opportunity to elevate the consciousness of humankind because it, it's, is it across the globe this thing is in? Uh, apparent, yeah. Like every, like the, the monkeys are like, oh shit. Oh, god damn it. That's, that's flesh vehicle's weird. Ah. <laughs> Gets a little creaky past the age of 27. We're getting old. <laughs> Why do, why do we have to be in the flesh vehicle to do the report? Because <laughs> We're supposed to be outside of our avatars, whatever. Anyways, yeah, apparently the whole globe is being affected by this virus. And the monkeys are like, oh, just, 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 just put them in the cages. They're in the cages. Can't leave. Oh. Uh, I mean, is that proven to stop viral transmission? Because the cages have caps in them, right? I don't know, man. <laughs> That's why I'm like, you're going to have a rough time trying to bluff through this because this is the transitory period. This is when everything starts leading to the this underworld. Is the split. This is the split time. And everything's leaning towards the underworld right now. So whether this virus, the pandemic, they call it, is a good or bad thing, I don't know. It depends if they're willing to actually look past their own impulsive. I'm going to bluff this report and say it's a good thing. I'm just going to write it that way. She's not going to know the difference. I should be like, oh, it's an opportunity. They'll be open to new ways of living their lives. I don't Maybe they are. I don't fucking know. They're panicking. Their favorite daytime TV is dying. Their, their simulated reality, they're clutching so hard to what was fed to them for the last hundreds of years. Hundred of years, actually. It's quite new, this simulated matrix. This um, a Len degenerate, uh, what was she apologizing for? Um, she was being mean. Oh. Yeah. And so she had to do a public apology for being mean? Yeah. Okay. She was being mean to people that worked for her, and then the people started being mean to her. Okay. And then now she's apologizing. They, what they humans love doing is forcing people, other people, to be genuine. So like if if you you did something wrong and you're not sorry about it, I'll tell you to actually you know you have to be sincere about how sorry you are to me. They play this out every sort of two hundred years or so. Did yeah. you? Uh, I know you you're not as as big on history, but you heard of the Spanish Inquisition and the witch trials and all that, right? Yeah, where they would like torture people and make them say a thing that they didn't really believe, and if they wouldn't say the thing, they'd like pull the tentacles off or burn the stubs and they'd do some really nasty stuff to them to make them say something that they didn't believe publicly. 
Why? And then other humans would watch and get all, oh, they get excited and aroused. I don't know. I mean, maybe, and maybe I could put this in report and, and bluff it, maybe this is like a perverted attempt to evolve, like to cleanse. There's a... There's the, they have this concept of sin. Like if you succumb to the pleasure principle, it's really bad. Instead of just being like, hey, this is a glitch in evolution, they're like, no, it's a great spiritual crime and Sky Daddy is mad at you. So they're trying to cleanse this. Maybe it's an effort to actually evolve, but it's just really shit. Is it actually helping the evolution or do they just think that it is and it just puts them back into the cycle? So far from what I saw, it put them right back in the cycle and behind the scenes of all these cleansings, uh, there'd always be monkeys storing coconuts. Because if I accuse you of uh, being a, a sinner, they would call them uh, uh, witches. They basically rounded up anybody who could do healing and then accused them of the worst things imaginable and then tortured them into saying that they were, they were witches. If you were a healer, oh you were a witch. That explains a lot. But if you were accused and found guilty... I, as your, uh, the, the body that would uh, determine that you were guilty, keeps all your coconuts. And none of your family get your coconuts. They get to keep all of your resources if they can successfully claim and court that you were a witch and you get burnt. The church absorbs all of your resources. So maybe it wasn't, maybe I'm being too optimistic saying it was an effort to evolve. Maybe it was just a scam. <laughs> Masquerading as an effort to spiritually evolve. Hmm. They have good intentions, but every time they try to evolve, it goes the complete opposite way every single time. They have a saying down there, good intent, good, um, what is it, good intentions paved with good intentions, road to hell? Oh, the road to hell, they have this hell concept, which is actually what they're physically moving into right now, is they're creating hell. Yeah, they say the road to hell, the downward path, is paved with good intentions. Okay, and if you try to help them... They will get angry at you and say that you are also the witch. Not too long ago. I mean, they had uh, mental health. Was that what you're doing down there? That was my thing, man. Yeah, that was my shtick. You're trying to, like, get them to be up here more and, like, kind of well, fix just, themselves? Yeah, just try and not respond from the angry monkey zone. Okay. You know, not to be so primal. To, like, How'd know, that go? It aged me, man. It aged my flesh vehicle, man. <laughs> Like really rapidly, <laughs> you know. Um, I usually do the drama, pop culture stuff, uh, but I decided to like release this one about fliplexia. Mm. Fliplexia. Okay. And uh, everybody's claiming that they have fliplexia. Oh yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, and and it's like you know I don't think everybody has fliplexia necessarily, right, but right, apparently right. it's everyone's getting diagnosed with it and mm -hmm. stuff. And I, I obviously, and being the anti-flip lord, I grew up with fliplexia and I couldn't mm -hmm. help to have it and do mm -hmm. the things that come with it. I've suffered quite a bit mm -hmm. to impose a lot of my life back on Earth as a human being, but I just figured out a way to use fliplexia to like better myself. To mm -hmm. like, I mean, obviously, what am I gonna do? Mm -hmm. Do I gonna take those damn white powders that the these doctors are cooking up and just oh, be yeah. zombified oh you know? they love amphetamines down there yeah, yeah i mean so do i but i mean i don't want to do that every single day you know it's, it's already <laughs> stressful enough up here jesus christ crony or croina whatever so the thing is i made a video like hey guys you know I'm sure everybody here also has fliplexia. This mm -hmm. is how I dealt with the fliplexia. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just decided to take a more positive route with it. Mm -hmm. I thought it would be a good video. They got so mad. Mm -hmm. 
I got an actual diagnosis for fliplexia, mm-hmm. and there's so much evidence that I do the things that somebody with fliplexia would have. Mm-hmm. And just by me trying to like talk about what I did to be make it more positive, they're like, you don't understand it. You need to do more research, you fucking idiot. You're terrible. You don't even know what you're talking about. My grandpa and grandma had fliplexia, and my fliplexia ruined my divorce, ruined my marriage, ruined my kids, ruined my pet hamster, ruined everything. How dare you put a positive light? Like They don't even want to. They, they, they like the suffering. They really will fight hard to make the case to keep suffering. They really will. The ironic thing with fliplexia, the guy who came up with the term, he said, this isn't what I wanted you guys to use it for. The flip, the guy who originated the term fliplexia, he was like, this is not, it's not a thing. It's not a clinical diagnosis. It was a way of describing a pattern of behavior that he presented for one lecture. And people just went, yes, and ran with it. It's not, a, it's not widely accepted as a proper clinical diagnosis. So people will jump on something that's a half-formed idea, absorb that into their sense of self, and then use it to try and climb the dominance hierarchy because they don't have anything else. It's like a spiritual wasteland down there right now. They have no identity. Yeah. That's the biggest crisis from what I've seen. Right. You know, we can look at the economic thing. They're still on paper money, whatever the hell, and there's all this other Oh, they're nonsense. using fiat currency still? That's a big mark against them. Karoina told me that. Yeah. You can't be using that fiat IOU <laughs> currency. <of> fucking paper. <laughs> Yo, I went down there. I went, on, I went to a flip club, mm-hmm. and I, like, gave them mm-hmm. paper money, mm-hmm. and they gave me plastic bills in return mm-hmm. so I could make it rain they say uh-huh. on some big booty human okay what's a booty uh you, you didn't oh the back end of the human the, just like the back of someone's legs ah the, the what they sit on yeah. yeah yeah i don't know there's a strange fascination when you're in that program right 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 what are we it, talking about it's very compelling and it does induce hypnosis <laughs> to think about the gluteus maximus of a human yeah what were we saying before i got lost there's something about that paper money does paper money of paper money okay. of paper money okay <laughs> it's fractal yes <laughs> they love simulations right and uh, in addition to that being an issue, but also the collective identity crisis, where they're literally just trying to hold on to anything, anything. to define themselves. Right. Anything. So prescriptively, you need an identity, you need some kind of discipline, and you need to accept that the monkey machine that you're manifesting inside of if you listen to its every impulse, it's not going to take you anywhere good. Yeah. You know, I found something down there that was kind of cool, that kind of like was a manifestation of the monkey impulse. But if you took that monkey impulse and you refined it a little bit, I did some dancing. You ever see them where they move rhythmically in the flat and they touch each other? Are you asking move? me if I know what dancing is? You like to do that do thing it. as well? That was my favorite part about being a human dude. Was the dancing bit. It makes no sense. There's well, not, not here it makes any If we move our bodies rhythmically, there's no reward. We just float around. We just float around. Yeah, but like, there's something about this that really doesn't necessarily have a practical implication. None that I but can it's, figure out. It, it's generally a solution to a lot of humans' issues. Right. I don't know what it is. It's almost like taking that sexual energy because when humans have sex, it's repetitive mm. and it moves to a rhythm. Be- yeah. You're going to clap them cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> so you take that impulse to move repetitively to a rhythm and you refine it up a little bit. You don't have to disavow 
the impulse. We have to transmute <coughs> the impulse. So if we disavow the impulse, that's what the Spanish Inquisition were all about. So maybe perhaps instead of working against the music of reality, you dance with it as opposed to trying to shut the speakers up. That's pretty good advice. Corona is not going to like it, but maybe I could take that and use her language and figure something out. Maybe that's the that's the benefit of humanity. It's it's everything out here is like utilitarian and practical, and you always have you get morally virtuous. Otherwise, you dissipate into a glowing ball of yeah orange or whatever yeah. the hell. Yeah. But down there, there was such a um, a charm to the naivety, the the childlike nature of being human. Mm. You know. Mm. It's ni- it was nice to go back in evolution in a sense, wasn't it? It stinks at first. Obviously, everything smells, everything's yeah. airy, and they're super dirty. They're yeah. covered in parasites yeah. that they're not even aware of. Yeah. But you get into it. I think, and that's what's so interesting, the fact that you can dance. So just move your body in a particular way. Mm. And it was actually more than enough to regulate your entire flesh vehicle. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that was pretty important, actually. I I I I enjoyed that a lot. It was like the uh, the fastest thing I could do without the powder that goes up the nose, um, that would alter my state and make me feel good. And there's no come down from it. Mm-hmm. And you can get good at it. It's like a skill you can move over yeah. time. You know what's interesting good. as well is that it it's not even just moving your body and dance. Mm. You could like learn to like manipulate your vocal cords and sing. You can like rap or something, do that. You mm-hmm. could even like learn to have these like discs, like DJing they call that. Mm. You could even like flip a piece of wood on a skateboard around. You, you, can, you can take these like pigments, you take color and you put it on a thing and then you paint an image and then people feel great about themselves afterwards. There's, mm. there's actually a plethora of other outlets that transmutes that natural rhythm of humanity into something harmonious, but no one really does it. You gave me a great idea. So one of the low-cost things that they could do, a low-cost solution, apart from some kind of discipline and some kind of philosophical system, is creative outlets. Mm. So they're creating and they're producing content instead of consuming it all the time. Mm-hmm. That seems to that seems to be damaging to the human entity. If it's just coming in, to, to have it come in is good, but it's nice to balance that with it right. going back out. Right. So maybe more creative pr- pursuits for people. Yeah, I mean... Since they only can understand physical form, it's like, imagine if you ate 30 cheeseburgers mm. and you couldn't poop. Mm. So it's all stuck. <laughs> yeah, man, they got to like recycle it. It's so nasty. I don't want to get into it. But like, that's how one of their great pop icons died, wasn't it? That's what killed um, uh, the Elvis. Pelvis Resley? Pelvis Resley. Uh, he ate the cheeseburgers. It locked inside of his stomach. He strained on the sewage system outlet and uh, burst a blood vessel in his brain and died upon that sewage system outlet from poopy. <laughs> <laughs> it's going in the report. I'm not apologizing. She can read it. She can like it or lump it. <laughs> One thing was good. that was good for the flesh vehicle. <laughs> Was laughter. Oh, that's a weird thing. <laughs> Why do we laugh at shit? That's weird. <laughs> and the thing is, the, the humans are trying to suppress it. Right. So, like, God forbid, if this if this intel footage gets released on Earth Plane, 
they're oh, no. they're probably gonna fucking remove us down there, man. Yeah, for sure. Like, for sure. If you if you expel that like the what's called the rhythmic exhalation yeah, of your air, your diaphragm tightens up. Yeah, and for goes, no reason, just like flexes. if you do that in, in the wrong time, yeah, people can get really violent. You know, the, so I think what I learned from down there is like you talking about poopy about a musical icon with a lot of poopy. Yeah, and and we laugh. <laughs> And we laugh about that. Yeah, they can get really violent. They'll probably be really angry with us. And like, could you say that the things that humans get really angry about is usually because it has some power? Do we draw from that the conclusion that there's some sort of power in in, in poopy or in laughter? Where's the power? <laughs> I wasn't clear. <laughs> dude, when I was in my flashback life, some power poopy, dude. <laughs> She's like a fucking rocket sometimes. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nasty. Anyways, yeah, there's power in poopy, but there's also a lot of power in comedy that they, they they're trying to shut that shit down, man. Isn't that strange that in in this one year, like you said, it's uh, it's got this the 2020. It's got the symmetry to it, and all in this one year. Stopping the laughter, stopping creative expression, mm. stopping um, connection. Yeah. Like you said, everybody's getting into cages. Mm. That's another thing that I felt good in the human flesh suit. When another human would touch me mm. and I would be close to another human, maybe a human female, yeah. and you smelled the, the weird rank scent that mm -hmm. you eventually come to like. Mm -hmm. It takes time, mm -hmm. um, but you eventually enjoy it. It was pleasurable mm -hmm. to be in contact with other humans. Yeah. And they're stopping all these things. Yeah. You know, one of the first things they shut down in, uh, what are the facilities that where children come to learn things? School? At schools. One of the first few classes that they decided to shut down was physical education and music. Ah, I remember you sent me the report of it's that. really weird. Yeah. Like, that, those are the very things that would keep us sane. Mm. And But the, the argument is that that's the most uh, transmissive, is that the word? Yeah. Transmissive yeah. of the virus and stuff yeah. like that. And then the nightclubs were obviously the first ones, and the bars, and the music events, and the festivals. Mm. Those were, like, the really the first gatherings to really go because it brings a bunch of people together and people catch the thing. And so where people express their creative outlets and their mastery mm -hmm. of those creative outlets, like at the sporting events, where people come together unified to be happy about something whether it's that uh, game that they play or the music they listen to and where they go to touch each other and to dance all of these things were stopped wow that's really suspicious isn't it it's maybe more than coincidence you know i know that i think about it that's really suspicious it's almost like an invitation to the to the, the monkey mind to say just just collapse in on yourself. Just be solitary. Oh yeah. Let the worst elements of you build up inside of you, trapped energy, no outlet, and oh, go man. crazy. Do you remember do you remember when the humans really started storming the streets, breaking things, setting yeah. things on fire yeah. right when the lockdown happened? Yeah. It's yeah. really coincidental. Yeah. I don't think we've seen an outburst like that, especially in particular countries to that mm -hmm. extent. But mm -hmm. I really do think because they collapsed within themselves with no outlet, mm. it had to go somewhere. It's a funny thing uh, for species, uh, other species that have never manifested in the human avatar. Um, for the human avatar to be in solitude 
is it can be extremely painful. It's one of the biggest punishments they use in their penal system, is if you've been very naughty inside of the penal system. They don't torture you anymore physically, they don't mm. mutilate you, but they make you stay in a small room, sometimes for months, on your own. And it really is a kind of torture to be in solitude like that for yeah. most. I was maybe... I maybe watched one of your human videos on YouTube when we were down there, mm -hmm. or I read somewhere that a lot of these prisoners, the, the, the dangerous ones, mm -hmm. they would much rather be paranoid within the violence of the prison system mm -hmm. than actually just be locked alone for months in solitary confinement. And it was almost a worse punish punishment for these serial killers and murderers and mm -hmm. gang members or whatever yeah, than yeah. actually being in conflict with other prisoners. That's where the uh, sense of self is, uh, is drawn from, is from the others, the contact. And then when there's no contact, the sense of self dwindles and then despair follows. <laughs> you know what's weird? We're talking about how these humans would watch us laugh about something and they don't want it anymore. These people that don't want music, mm. they don't want it anymore. Mm. They don't want these creative outlets anymore. And it's not even just from the higher alpha monkey. Mm. It's from themselves. Everyone almost feel, I almost feel like they all are purposely wanting to shut these things down on their own. Is there a way out of this? It's funny we have, like, at that time, right before the split, this uh, physical virus that, that, that you just told me about, there seems to be uh, like a psychological virus that comes around every 200 years or so where the people themselves get like an infection psychologically, a spiritual infection. They become brainwashed, they become thoughtless and they move in one direction and then suppressing human um, nature becomes their thing. Whatever it is, the manifestation, uh, there's difference like religious or it could be political or it could mm. be economic but it's about suppressing human nature and other people. And so the way out of it mm -hmm. is to access the best parts of our nature, which mm -hmm. is the ability to produce creatively and mm -hmm. enjoy ourselves creatively. Mm. Yeah, the solution's actually probably quite simple. It would be to not negate human nature. It would be to access the better parts of it and make sure that they're expressed in a way that's positive and fulfilling. That's a good way to leave the report, man. That's I, good. I, it's a pretty work. good bluff. I don't think it's too I mean, the, the fact is that she's just going to reject everything that you say because you know her attitude, man. Just because you're going to bring up some sort of conflicting information, she's going to be like, oh, you, I don't like it. But just, I think if you left it on that note, it'd be okay. Well, I'll leave it on a positive note and then whatever she chooses to do with it, that's up to her, man. We can only do what we can do. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's good.